I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we, um, I'm going to say, come up with uh, five All right. um, sketch ideas. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. You, you good with this? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a go. I know we always agreed from the beginning yeah. that we would do 150 episodes where we came up with five sketch ideas. And then we do something different. But then I thought maybe let's do something different and do something the same. Because that would that would be that's different to what we were planning. Exactly. Yeah, you're yeah. right. And it's plans nice. change. And you know what? It's nice to mix it up a little bit. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> um, Andy, you know, like how? Oh yes. Within the you know, like in your life, you can basically do whatever you want. That is one of the privileges that we are afforded by yeah. the miraculous gift of freedom and existence and existence but mm. um we don't we don't really take advantage of that to its fullest not extent. not even not even just like that it's to its fullest mm. but almost not even five percent you're right the rhythm of what we stick to is probably you know is you know if, if you were graphing what you did Mm-hmm. How much stuff do you do in a day that is different? Yeah, it's right? you know you're doing variations on the same thing. You get up out of bed already. That's you're just treading through the same old groove. Yeah, that's you right. Know? You went to bed. That's another. That's but all, yeah, well exactly. You've already set yourself on the path when you went to bed. Mm-hmm. That was your first mistake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, eating. I mean, like you know, obviously eating is going to be mouth. yeah with your mouth. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be. I mean, somebody somebody posted a photo today on on Twitter to us uh, about about skin yogurt and s- suggested that it was our 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 idea. I looked at I looked at that yeah. image for a while and I still couldn't work out what it was. Fast acting was it? F- d- easily absorbed skin yogurt. I didn't know if it was a thing you put on your skin or. Or in your skin, or it could well be made out of skin. For me, it and felt it like acts a good in idea. Some other way that has got nothing to do with you or your skin. It just happens to be made from skin. It was like you know, in, like a belt. It was Daniel you know? K. Daniel K. Of course, it was Daniel K. Daniel K. Who suggests, who always suggests that we do something about sex toy ideas. I think you're stereotyping him. Well. Look, and I think he wants to be stereotyped He's only done in that, that way. four or five times. That's right. On our in our limited history of interaction, <laughs> <laughs> he just he enjoys knowing about things that go in and out of other things. And we just like to put that out there as a service because we know that in re- whatever like life you're living, mm. whatever relationships you're involved in, business or otherwise, yeah, it can be hard to find somebody in your life to tell 
to mm. talk about sex toys. That's right. And if you need someone to play that role, we can be that. We can absolutely be that. We could. I think that we could do 150 episodes. Yes. Uh, that was unbelievable. Was that my phone? That sounded like it was coming from inside my ears. But, but I mean, it wasn't... I don't think it was my phone. No? There wasn't... There's no notification There's or no notification on my thing. I think that came from our headphones. Okay, yeah, that's fascinating. Well, yeah. I don't know... Wow. <laughs> Maybe nobody else heard that, Alistair. You think that was just us? Just you and me. We only we had like I guess a unique experience that no one else in the world has ever had. Mm. And and it'll it'll in a way it'll it'll bring us closer together sort of we, we can't share that with anyone. We can't like in the movie Phenomenon when he sees that comet or that flash or whatever he gets hit to the ground and he, and it's a and it's a it's a tumor really what it was I think I don't uh-huh. want to ruin phenomenon but but it right. gives him amazing powers for a while I think he can spin a spoon without touching it but can he really though or does he yeah. just think he can no 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 he can no he can he actually can you know it's one of those movies that plays with the idea I don't think they mention it but I think it plays with that idea it's like oh it unlocks parts parts of the brain that we can't access ah uh, sure spinning right? the spoon spinning part sort of like uh like that that uh. Like a, it's like inherited savant or whatever, but it's, it's not mm. that one. Anyway, sure, sure. So wait to finish a couple of loose ends. I want to say I don't believe there are any. Um, oh yes, okay. So finish this first one. Yeah. Um, what we just, uh, what just happened to us is we just had a the first occurrence of a a jewel a jewel tumor growth that <laughs> happened simultaneous, spon- simultaneous spontaneous. Uh, coupled Chum. tumor growth, mm-hmm. gr- growth that in- will give us the inability to speak properly. <laughs> right, it's already kicking it's in. It's kicking in, and it's uh, it's giving me a pretty good rush. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really. Exciting. And I wasn't speaking pr- properly. By that, I meant pain, <laughs> pain and and depression. Yeah, and depression. Okay, so that's that. That's that thread. Mm-hmm. Then there was the thread about I was talking about the. I, I thought that we could do 150 episodes of a podcast that is exclusively about. Sex toy ideas. That's that was that sentence that I was trying to finish as we were getting that as that tumor hit hey, our heads. I reckon we don't need to need need to do a new podcast. I think we just go back through all the old pod, all these podcasts. Mm-hmm. We just edit in, and then you put it up your butt at the sure. end of every. Like the guy, like the guy who would run from town to town, because uh, he had he was the one man for all these women, and he would you know it was just a society in which one guy. Has all the women. Yep. And I, by has, I mean, like, I don't mean like he owns them in any regard. I just mean culturally. They belong to him. <laughs> I mean, culturally, <laughs> that's what they want as well. <laughs> it's okay because they don't, wa- they want it. That's, yeah. They don't want any different. They don't know. And they have agency, better. but it's that. But they choose to use that agency. <laughs> to want to be with him. <laughs> they just want to be with the best guy. And he's yeah. a nice guy. He really makes an effort. I mean, there probably is one guy who's the best. Mm. And from that point of view, it makes sense yeah. that that everyone should be in a relationship with that guy. Especially if he's bi, that'd be great. Yeah. If he's bi and poly, mm. and there's one guy, and he, if surely everyone in the world would agree that you want to be in a relationship with the best person you can be in a relationship yeah. He would have to be bi and poly. Yeah. But also be happy with spending a date with someone and then never seeing them again as he cycles through everyone in the world. Sure. But you're in a relationship with him. Probably still a bit of text action, though. Oh, of course. He's still got a bit of time for text. Yeah. 
Uh, and you would every text, I think you would have to text him your photo just to remind him who you are. I'm sure. <laughs> but he's such a good guy, he'd remember. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or at least he would pretend. I'm sure there's some way that we can do this with, with social media. Mm. And there must be a way that we can set it all up so that we're all... You know, we all stay in touch sufficiently to feel like we're getting what we need out of this relationship. Yeah, but I think in terms of the sex part, that's the part where I feel like he may not be able to provide for everybody. Again, I feel like technology can absolutely solve this. We'll all have some sort of, like, nodule in our house, which is digitally connected to some sort of control center where him or or one of his assistants, because he probably has a few, uh, who can can sort of control it. But. But Pretty then, much on his instructions and according to yeah. the sort of the lovemaking principles that he has laid down. But the, the problem with him having assistance, but him also being in a relationship with everybody, is that now he's sleeping with his, uh, his employees. You're right. And that's, and that's not, not the kind of thing <laughs> a good guy would do. I don't want to be in a relationship with that kind of guy. Okay. Well, then it's an algorithm. Oh, right. Yeah. So is he sleeping with the algorithm? <laughs> I mean, um, if the algorithm is intelligent enough to be that good a lovemaker on yeah. his behalf, maybe it's also intelligent enough to to want a piece. I guess that if he could do, if he was doing this, say, maintaining a sexual relationship with everyone else in the world, mm-hmm. right? He, it would probably be a nodule. You're right. Yeah, a hundred percent with that. I would say. <laughs> I, I would I think say it might glow. It would. It would glow. Probably would have a sucky cup thing under on the uh, underside that you stick to a wall. <laughs> okay, great. Um, and then. Uh, but I don't know if it would just be just a penis. Uh, would it be a penis? I guess it could be a penis, but also kind of a an arm one. You know, like it's got an arm. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's three. It's a penis, but it's got a hand on the end. <laughs> I mean, it would be less expensive. I feel like but it I think, sort of opens up. No, it's but, flexible. It's no, but look, I mean, look, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, but what if, okay, so it's one's a penis. <laughs> Okay, and then stick that to the wall. Yeah. Suction cup it to the wall. Great. Right? But then he's got two of them that are arms that you suction cup to the wall <laughs> a little bit higher up so that – because he would cuddle. He – above all else, he would cuddle. And his – You know what? His wall nodule be... dildo thing would be flaccid most of the time. Of course. And then only at the appropriate time would it grow. And I, I think, by the way, that wall, that could be one of those LED, like, like a light wall, like a digital mm-hmm. screen. Yeah. And then you can see everything. It's just got arms that yeah, so. stick out. And it's perfect. So wait, what, like the LED, is it just because it'll make nice patterns? Or? No, it's like a screen. It's got his face and stuff It's got his it. face and stuff maybe. like that. Yeah. And I think maybe whenever he says, like back back in his room where he's fil- like being filmed I'm and just, doing it's this. It's just occurring to me all the various sexualities that we are totally invalidating by saying that everybody's in a sexual relationship with well, this man. Well, we're invalidating it, but we're also inva- invalidating mo- monogamy. I mean, or, 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 you know, any of these kind of things because... That's true. <laughs> because everybody is just with this guy. Well, can we say then that it's not a guy? That, that, sure. That, that it is like some sort of pansexual being as well. Andy, I I think that that's better. Would you would you feel more comfortable if I told you that it was an orb? I mean, I'm starting to think that maybe it's an orb. Mm. Yeah, and, it, and maybe it's come down from space. And then the parts that you stick onto the wall, yeah, right, with the suction cups, that they're actually <laughs> they they come out of the uh, the Amazon box that you get them out correct, of. Correct. They yeah. come out. Exactly as the thing that you want that person to the orb to be, 
Beautiful. Yeah? Yeah. Like big hands. Yeah. Small, rough. And I want you to know that I'm picturing an hairy. orb. I'm picturing an orb, right? Mm. But the orb has arms and legs. Great. <laughs> So it doesn't look that dissimilar from like the M&M, one of the M&M guys. What I love about this is that there's no body type that's been put onto that. You know, that the orb, that we've all transcended the sort of manipulated perceptions mm-hmm. of, of, of what is physical beauty. Yeah. We'll all be able to uh, uh, love this orb and it feels like it's made us all better people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is it is being an able, able-bodied thing. So maybe that's it. It's... it's but it's not that's not offensive to the people who are in a relationship with him because they're no. you know he's with the, he's with them and they're not necessarily able bodied now what i am interested in yeah. is the point at which we realize mm. that the orb is a sex addict sure and and it's it's crazy yeah because it's still such a great orb mm. and we all love the orb and we still like but we've realized like in a in a way, it is not normal for it to want to be in this many relationships simultaneously. Sure, but it's also not normal for everybody to want to be in a relationship with. So who are them. we to judge? <laughs> but I I definitely think <clears throat> that there's a scandal that occurs. Yeah, great. Right? Because look, so so, and I think maybe it's like an inside look. Somebody's taken a like taken a dash cam from their house. Mm. I don't know from their car. I don't know why. But yep. they've but they've dropped it into his window. Somehow they or they threw it up in his window while he was airing out the bedroom, mm. right? And and it landed perfect. It's like you know it's kind of a bit hidden, but it gets perfect shot of where he does the sex uh, yeah, where his yeah. sex wall is, right? And you see the behind the scenes of it. What's really going on? You know, and you see him saying, like you know, because he has to find ways. Sorry, it. I so I so sorry. sorry. Uh, it has to find ways <coughs> of, you know. Of making generic statements, but that get um, translated or interpreted interpreted by the by the, 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 so the algorithm, which yeah. is his partner in mm-hmm. love. Um, as as so he says, "Oh, I love you." Name, you know, maybe he might say that. And, then, we, and we, I, I, but do, but do you do you feel like that's the scandal, or do we feel like? Everyone's okay with that because that's just the reality of what it takes to have a working relationship with the orb. I apologize that I made that seem like that's what the scandal was. Yeah. Um, that was just I was just trying to set up some of the color. I think that sure, there sure. should be some, um, there should be a bigger scandal. Yeah, great. Um, but I think I think the fact that you you could make it seem like it's a uh, maybe they are a sex addict. Um, well, it's also possible that like, you know, the orb is in a relationship with let's <gasps> say. Eight hundred, eight billion people, people in the world. Yeah, and then, but then, but not, and we all know about that, and we're all fine with it. Yeah, and then we find out that it's also in a relationship with one more person that it didn't. I tell think us that's about. perfect. I think, and, and, and but, but in person. Yeah, who comes into the room? Oh wow! You know, and that's what we get from the dash cam that's in the room. Yeah, it's not a spy cam, by the way. It is a dash cam. <laughs> it was built for dashes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and then. It's all on the and then news. When, I guess we're all so angry. Do we come and we just tear it apart? Um, the orb? Yeah. Or oh. do we all sort of get together and sort of hold the orb and weep? I think it, I think we want to hang it out to dry in the media. Is it wet? Uh, it's a wet orb. <laughs> 
It's a big sponge. A lot of people think that the orb is either mm. just light or or like kind of like a pearl, but it's mm. actually a porous kind of spongy thing. Right. And when you squeeze it, its eggs come out. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's a got pine- quite human-like arms and legs. Yeah, well. but but it's it's sort of somewhere mm. between like like it actually comes from coral. Mm. Okay. But I think I'd loved the early stages of when everyone, when when not everyone's, just a few people in a relationship with the orb. But like, I feel like it, it's all word of mouth that gets around. Mm. Like the orb doesn't do any. It's not. It's not sort of unnatural that people wind up in a relationship. They just hear about how great the orb is, and then yeah. more people want to be in a relationship with the orb. Yeah, and and they're all okay with it because it's just it's. It's equal. They discuss exactly what it is. You know, they they know that everybody, their physical relationship and everything is all mm. just through this wall, mm. right? Um, and texting, obviously. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Great texting, late but, night. And 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 they were they all got went into this agreeing that it was that they were going to do it through communicating properly. Yes. So then, when somebody crossed the boundaries. And started see- seeing this orb in person. It was too much. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then, but then, like, I don't know. I guess, I guess, we, the whole world would move on, and we'd just talk about it. Like, how weird was it when we were all in a relationship with the orb? With the uh, the legged, the 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 armed and belegged orb. Yeah, and then yeah. maybe like maybe the orb has kind of like a crash, like its life doesn't go so great after that mm. sort of Charlie Sheen styles where like we see, we start to see about in the orb, the orb in, in like tabloids and stuff and everybody's worried about the orb but also it's just like... Yeah, no, it keeps pouring alcohol over its spongy, porous <laughs> body like that and then it does a speaking tour. <coughs> yeah. And a speaking tour is kind of just sad. Yeah. Yeah, and then at some point, you know, but also all of society would kind of go through a mourning period themselves mm. where they kind of maybe would drink heavily and... Oh, man, that would be the worst if everyone in the world was mm. going through the same breakup. Yeah, but then everybody would be like, oh, I just hooked up with a rebound. Rebound. Right? Uh, like a, maybe some other kind cone. of ball. <laughs> some other kind of ball. Yeah, maybe a cone, a good kind of conular mm. person. Con- conical? Conical. Conula. Conula. Who's to say? Well, I feel like you are. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 great, Al. Uh, it's 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 a it's a fantastic arc. It's a whole yeah. episode. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think we yeah we wouldn't have to uh, record any other sketches for that. <laughs> that that episode. For that episode. Yeah, that's a relief. Yeah. Um, there's also the angle that you could find out that the orb is just a filthy uh, man. Oh, hiding no. inside the orb. It's the kind of thing we they everybody in the world got catfished. We by all this got man. catfished. We all thought we were in a relationship with an orb. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it was a creepy old man. An, an ageless uh Perfectly spherical, spongy orb. No, turns out it was a guy in his sixties. I, I knew it was too good to be true. Yeah, and he had an unhealthy relationship with his mother. Yep, and we all sent it a lot of money. Oh no! Yeah. I mean, but there are some. No, I shouldn't go down this. You know what's good though about dating an orb? Yes, tell me. Is that? I mean, obviously everything, but you know, like even because if you're skyping with it or whatever. Mm. Because it doesn't have a face, you never know when it's not paying attention. That's great. You know? and I That's think probably one of the ways it was able to keep this all going for mm. so long. So you, you could never tell when it was looking at its phone. Oh, yeah, texting somebody yeah. else. 
you know it was probably doing it's probably it's probably had a whole series of screens in there or whatever i don't know mm. maybe yeah, maybe the or, like the orb itself the sponginess it's just a whole network of uh of sort of nerves and fibers mm. and they're all perception nerves and uh you know and so so it's so perceptive like like fiber optics and things like yeah. that so you know it can it can see through every sphere uh, through every little end point mm, mm. you know and feel and different things like that so that's also why it's so sensitive and why everybody loves it so much yeah i sort think of, um yeah. i think maybe the orb <laughs> i want a picture that the orb wears clothes i know that doesn't make sense with what you just said but it wears some kind of weird spherical clothing sure. thing and look, just I think so that when we see over the fence with the dash cam and it is a dash cam not a sky a spy cam no no absolutely it's uh, <coughs> yeah it's i think the dash cam has been thrown into the room thrown into the room it's there in the yard and it's just like a normal room in. like like the, we see a- in the background it's whoever its lover is mm. its physical lover coming out wearing uh coming out from the bedroom wearing the orbs perfectly spherical uh clothes <laughs> clothes <laughs> I think that's good, yeah. And it could just that's be like, how you know. In the movie, mm. that's always the giveaway that they've had sex is that the person is wearing their... Uh, their clothes. Their baggy T-shirt or something yeah. like that. And you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Damn you. Yeah, no, it's never... The never, Wedding Singer. Yeah, it's that's never... That's my only example. Well, that's cool. Wasn't there that French film you're talking about that... Was it like a Foucault or like no, a, not a Foucault? Like I think a, I made that one up. A Truffaut or whatever, someone with a long T-shirt. Maybe that exact shirt it's you're wearing. The shirt I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing my French girlfriend T-shirt. Uh, French French girlfriend shirt. Yeah. It's just it's just my denim shirt that's just slightly too long. Yeah. And so and that that a, a French girl in a French movie might wear, it and then it covers her underpants mostly. Yeah. If she is wearing underpants, that's right. We don't maybe know. Maybe it at this covers point. it enough to so that we don't even need to know. The question goes unanswered, and that's mm. what it makes. It's why like it, a philo- philosophical thing. It's yeah. much more, much, 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 much along the tree in the forest. Yeah. Mm. It's a sort of a question that was first asked in Scotland, right? Uh, about you know about people wearing kilts. Mm. Yeah. In trees, trees and forests. So, like I was saying, we yeah. don't. We don't do, you know, we don't really take advantage of all the freedom that we have yeah, in a day. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think that um, part of that is probably just for comfort reasons because it's just it's just so easy to find stuff that you like and quickly power through all the stuff that you don't like, get it all done so that you can go back to doing things that you just like rather than having to try things that are new. Uh, which you could either like or not like, and so there's a risk there, you know. But surely the like the reason to, to do things the same way that you've always done them mm. is for reasons of efficiency, because that allows you to do those things quicker, mm. right? With less decision making, and maybe if there's unpleasant things, get them out of the way, mm. right? And then get on to the free time, which is totally new things that you've never done before, ever, but, which are a total shock to your system. Well, I mean, that would be a great way if we were adding that exploratory part to mm. our lives. But I don't think we're doing that that much. What, what's a new thing that you tried this week? New thing that I tried this week? No, can't, can't think of anything. You know? You're, nothing. You're going to have a new kitchen? I mean, that's already something you've already done. To be fair to me, it is Monday. Yeah, no, but let's say, you know, I'm just thinking about that seven-day cycle. Oh, you're thinking of a seven-day period. Yeah. Sure, well, you should have said seven-day period. Oh, I did I heaps of new stuff over the seven-day period. Yeah. Yeah, calling it a seven-day period, that's one. <laughs> I could go on, but I won't. It, what I'm trying to say is that um, I think maybe it's hard whilst we're in this comfort groove, mm. right, to, to make the most out of life. 
Yeah, so what do you think we need, like a, a good war or something, or maybe a famine? Oh, go, fingers crossed, both. Well, I haven't, look, I've been part of many countries, or at least two countries, that have been in wars. Mm. I haven't been in one myself, but mm. uh, no, but I guess if I was looking to do new things, I, was, I don't know, it just feels like, do you think it, uh, there's there's a, a philosophical rationale here to for for forcing new things upon people yeah well i think there i think there absolutely is i think it's like google you know google's yep. really encouraging if uh, its employees to take up their own pet projects and dedicate yep. was it something like 20 percent of their time or 10 percent mm. or 5 percent or 1 percent or none yeah uh i don't know or care uh to to developing their own new and novel projects which may or may not generate revenue for the company now what i'm saying alistair is that the uh maybe the, the government could implement a similar thing for all of the citizens to, sure but know, then if we I... want to be a truly innovative country yeah we we our every individual needs to be pushing themselves to innovate yeah but i think also there's an aspect in which we can't be completely in 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 charge of it because first of all when we're in charge of our lives we go towards things that are familiar yeah but you won't be allowed to because they'll shoot you or put you in prison see i like this <laughs> but also maybe they should hand in things because uh, i think people are going to find workarounds mm. they're going to find ways of doing the thing that is the minimum amount of different sure, sure um sure. so that you know like you go you'll find out that like oh actually the the algorithm doesn't shoot me like this you know how like they, it sends off some drone to follow you with a yeah, shotgun yeah. attached to it, and and it, that drone with the shotgun shoots you unless you do something new. Yeah, you, you notice that the, you know, and maybe there's just like a there's like a three bars of displeasure on the drone. Mm. So if you go and try to do something new, you can see by how displeased it becomes whether or not that it considers it a new thing for you. Yeah, yeah. And so then you go and like let's say you're like. Well, I normally sit down on a chair, but it's a blue chair. So maybe if I sit on an orange chair and you check it out and you look at the drone and it goes and it doesn't seem displeased at all and it considers that to be a new thing and you're like, yeah. great. Well, all we got to do is just sit on different colored chairs. And, and there's so many different colors. Maybe I can just get a chair that changes color. Exactly. And won't notice. And then that's, yeah, that's something that Panasonic or Samsung would start releasing is just color changing chairs, you know, all three million colors. And then mm. suddenly you're like... And it's like, trick the drone. Yeah. Color changing chairs from Panasonic. And exactly. And then you can just go about your routine on your color changing chair. So for that reason, mm. I think that we, there would probably have to, would probably have to be some... Uh, government distributed new experiences that you would just be forced to do. Maybe the the drone just comes and picks you up by the scruff of your shirt yeah. like that and then kind of carries you to a waterfall and then it says now sleep. <laughs> sleep in the waterfall like that. It's a new experience. And that's good. It's kind of a bit like, um, you know, the it's, it's like a lucky dip or mm. something like that, but for everyone and uh, yeah. mandated. Or it's or it's like uh, like a loot crate, you know the uh, those people who send out the box full of like pop culture stuff. Yeah. But in that one, they do it like by working out all the things that you like. Yeah. Right. Uh, by having you fill out a survey and then send send you stuff that like is sort of in the area of things that you like. Yeah. Like a figurine of Han Solo. Yeah. But this is the opposite. Yeah, right. Great. You fill in all the stuff that you like and all the things that your favorite stuff that you do and, and your routines <laughs> and like what's what yeah. makes you happy. And then it sends you something that you probably have never either never seen or if you did would hate it. Yeah, great. So let's say you're a big kayaker. Yeah. Uh, it would sort of it would force you to sort of put freshly made 
like uh, fettuccine up through your nose and just see and then do that thing where it goes around the back of your thing and into your <laughs> mouth and you do that thing where you pull it back and forward through your yeah, nostril yeah. and your mouth like 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 a soaring and motion. it wouldn't be that good because fresh pa- pasta kind of has that dust on it oh, it has like oh, that oh, flour so dust sneezing so like, that's true probably that's bleeding true. as well from because like when you say fresh do you mean soft or is it just yeah it's soft like some like some guy has just made it and that was a thing that he was forced to do oh, by the yeah, government because yeah. okay. he, he loves gaming right <laughs> Right, and so then he was made to make that, and then you came yeah, around. This is a very two in the think tank idea, Alistair. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's it's. But but this is to help people <clears throat> live more, like mm, sure, oh sure, lead richer it's, lives. Well, it's it's a little bit like um, also to draw another analogy because I'm doing them constantly. It's a bit like that bit in Fight mm. Club where they get that guy and they point the gun at him in the Seven Eleven or whatever and say, "You're going to go to university and be a vet." It's like that. But but not necessarily with things that you wanted to do because he wanted to be a vet, so it's a little bit different to that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it w- I guess it would be cool. Like it would be like going. You to might that find guy. something that you want to do, though. Well, exactly. Yeah, you might find that you love having pasta through yeah. your nose. And then once you realize that, you won't. You, like the government will never allow you to do that again. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. You've now got all the time. You can do. You can fit that into your. Well, daily that's true because that's yeah. This is only like <coughs> this is only like twenty percent of your time or something. Yeah, right? it might only be once a week. I don't know. Yeah, maybe once a week. It's a government mandated new experience. And I think it's great once we have le- like once there are more robots doing jobs, people are less um gainfully mm. employed in repetitive manual tasks. Those are the things those are the things that are being automated are all those repetitive things. Exactly. Right? What can you never automate? The horror of the new. Yeah, exactly. You and, can't automate that. And and like a robot, you can I mean I mean there will have to be a robot that picks the new the, the thing. new thing and then takes you to it and then makes it happen but, but that's just but some the, sort of random number generator but or something. no you could you could actually make that that's one of your jobs as you're getting dr- driven back on your drone yeah um you know it just asks you name a thing right and then you name it and that's somebody else's thing because the, the, our only value will be in creating new ideas new word combinations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, new things like that and if it it zaps you if your thing isn't creative enough yeah alright uh, Slazenger gravel pit there you go oh alright wait is that with like like a sort of a pit made of Slazenger clothing that's been shredded up into gravel like yes. shredded up and compressed into gravel yeah yeah I, I, you could imagine not, that, though. It's not actually a bad idea, right? Because you think about it. We walk. Mm. We we have shoes on our feet. Yeah. Right? But what if we just made the pavement out of ground-up shoes? Why don't they make the whole ground out of <laughs> shoes? <laughs> have we already said this on the show? No, we did. Why don't you make the whole floor out of mop? Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> and then everybody... But if we did that, then everybody could walk around barefoot. Exactly. Yeah. And how cool would you be? Exactly. You know, there's always cool people who are walking around barefoot, right? Mm-hmm. But we're scared to because we like our shoes because they make us comfy. That's well, right. And we're making a foot by grinding up shoes. We're able to make a footpath out of shoes that are actually mm-hmm. exactly as comfortable as the shoes, supportive to the heel, and you get all the benefits of barefoot running here's, as well. Here's the problem: Why do people not want to walk barefoot most of the time? Broken glass. But if we made glass bottles out of shoes as out well, of shoes. or socks, people you see people drinking out of shoes all the time exactly. at like parties and stuff. <laughs> well, why not start? You know, I think it's not that crazy if we were to just start wearing bottles on our feet. Bottle foot, great. <laughs> 
You know, because, I mean, we fix that by making the bottles shoes first and then they become your footwear, you know? Yes. And then once you've worn them for a bit, they just go into the ground. Yes. And they make up the roads and now, the footpaths. are they still sharp, shard-like in any way? No, 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 no. It's no, just they're a shoe. shoe-like. They're shoes. Yeah, great. But the only reason why you're drinking out of a shoe is bad is because somebody's foot was in there. Right. Right? But, but if it was... But no one's ever said, oh, this, I'm not going to wear this shoe because it's had someone else's beverage in it. <laughs> We've just got the the whole situation ass about. Exactly. Just flip flip that around and mm-hmm. you've got a perfectly ordinary sequence of events. <laughs> <laughs> and um. I, you know what I reckon uh, also? A bit of alcohol in the shoe, probably kill any tinea and that sort of thing. That's really good. And irritate the skin. And irritate the skin. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, you know, in beers and things like that, there's probably a lot of sort of living bacteria in there that we could culture, cultivate with our feet. <laughs> beers? You know, beers. Yeah, okay. Well, like beers made from... Oh, now we're yeast. brewing in the... F- it's, it's, it's now a shoe brew. <laughs> well, you were talking about alcohol. Yeah, sure. But, uh, but, but if you're cultivating the... I'm just saying any dregs bacteria. of beer... Yes. ...that might be left in the, f- in the, in the sort of the f- foot drink bottle. Right, sure. Any frothy stuff that's down by the toe. Yeah, that once you get your foot in there, hmm. you know, the, 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 the warmth and the humidity may take those dregs and sort of help facilitate more bacterial growth and (laughs) what's confusing me alistair is the concept of helping and who is it helping well it's helping the bacteria sure (laughs) yeah is that all yeah it's not helping us i mean unless we want bacteria i mean see that would be good i think a proper engineer would find a way of of uh of integrating the waste products from the leftover liquid in the shoe mm. and integrating that. Like, if you know, if you want to be a proper ecosystem designer... Yes, right, which I do. You do. You wanna, you've want you got to figure out what to do with the inside, mm-hmm. those little dregs, the, you know, the, the leftover Fanta that makes contact with the foot, the sort of the water or the oils, you know, all the bottles. Is this a drink with oils in it? Well, no, it could be, you know, a bottle of olive oil. There aren't any oily drinks, by the way, are there? Oh. <sighs> This is something. Yeah. This is interesting. Oil-based drinks. I mean, why not, right? We know that you can have oil. Yeah. Like olive oil. Olive oil. And and we know you can drink other liquids. Hmm. And, you know, nobody does that. Nobody does a savory salad dressing and that sort of thing. Oh, I licked up... I, I drank some salad dressing from the from the bottom of my salad uh, and how today. was it? I felt really good. Yeah, great. Okay, so now imagine a good cup of that. Yeah, a good... Like, oh, a pint. A French dressing mm. Uh, mm. drink. I think that yeah. is a perfectly good idea. It's a tangy. You don't get any drinks with it, like with that kind of tang. No, because it's, cause it's, it's acid, right? It's just like white wine mm. vinegar. Yes. It's Dijon mustard. Yes, yes. And it's olive oil. A little bit of salt. Right, I think this this sa- the savory drink because oh, the oil based drinks, oil based savory, because drinks, yeah, because I find we have um, we have hardly any drinks that uh, emulsify. 
like that, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you got to shake them up to get. You got to shake them up to make sure that the oil and the and the <clears throat> and the uh, vinegar mix together and create. Like, what about like a mayonnaise-based drink? The reason we put this on a salad is because that's the flavor we like. Exactly. We're like, I've got to try and convince, trick myself into eating this salad somehow. Or I'll mm-hmm. cover it in all these great flavors that I like. Listen, you don't have to have that salad. Just, just drink from the bottle. Drink the dressing. Mm-hmm. That's right. The, the salad. Dressing, the dressing is the the food. Yeah. No. It's like, you know, if if you looked at somebody, right, mm. and you saw their cool clothes, right, yes. that's the part that you like. That's what you like. Spend time with the clothes. Spend time with the clothes. <laughs> Don't spend time with the person. The person is the lettuce. You want to spend time with the dressing. <clears throat> you know, that's like Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. People. You know, guys, they, they want to date models, you know? Girls, they want to date models. No, no, no. Right? No, what you like is you like that they're modeling, but they're, the, the modeling isn't them. It's the clothes. You want to roll around in a pile of clothes. Exactly. Say, go up to the Dolce & Gabbana. Say, mm. when you're done, mind if I roll around in the pile? <laughs> I bet they've got one out the back. Well, they've got to it, and, and if the not, models are taken off those clothes so quickly to get on some other clothes, exactly. I bet there's a pile. Yeah, and what does it what does it cost? What do I, what do I have to pay to roll around? In the and, pile? Yeah, and if there wasn't a pile, <clears throat> there's so many assistants who could then or reorganize the clothes into a pile. Yeah, <laughs> surely. Because one of these shows, it's just you know, it's it's all assistants. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's an assistance based industry. You know, these are all interns, people who are trying to climb the ladder. Can I just turn this into some kind of a nest? Can I just squirrel in there? Yeah. And get a little, like a very hot fashion nest. Well, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these companies, uh, these, uh, you know, companies like Uniqlo and oh, things yeah, like that. No. It's a lot of like, you know, it's quick. Fast it's quick, fashion. Qu- fast fashion. Yeah. You know? It's disgraceful. Well, it's not disgraceful if you want them to take those clothes and turn them into a nest. I think that's a lot of these fast fashion companies and even some of the high end Mm. Uh, fashion companies are very uncomfortable about what happens to their leftover product that they're yeah. worried about that if they give it donate it it'll wind up being worn by homeless people and that sort of thing uh, mm. and it'll somehow damage their brand right but people don't have to wear it they could just turn it into a nest that's right you know advanced forts mm. you know these kinds of things like uh, you know sort of leftover designer furniture right and designer clothing you stack the furniture, you, you drape the clothing over it. Over it. Right? And this is an alternative to tiny houses. <laughs> right? Because tiny houses, that's popular right now. They're, they're almost saying, you know, it's, a, it's an alternative to uh, old folks' home. Just have a tiny house, put the old folks in there. Keep them away from the, those people who abuse you. <laughs> but they just have a tiny house. Right, so I put them in your backyard or something and make them, they live with you. I guess so. I, think, I feel like this is probably what society needs to do. I mean, look, we all just need to live with our old people. I think, I think it's good, yeah. probably. But there is a point at which like, somebody takes your full attention and then you need to almost have like a, a, a proper carer's wage because so you can't work your job because somebody yeah, isn't. I suppose so. But then, <laughs> it's, but then it's, like, it's a complicated thing of like mathematically how does that work as well because you don't want to be just you mm. as the only grandchild with the four grandparents or something living in your house well it depends see it depends whether or not you have the facilities right you need something that when people fall over they won't get hurt and yes. but it's also a small Shoe enough floor. place a small enough place that uh 
you know can fit in your backyard, and that's why we're talking about advanced forts here. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know that way you don't have the the wrong kind of people wearing your clothing if you're a, you know a fashion designer. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yes. Or, uh, you know, you don't have the wrong people sitting call on them, your... Alistair, let's call them what they are. Undesirables. Uh, the undesirables. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's the technical term. It's the PC term. Mm-hmm. You don't want your design. You don't want your designables on undesirables. What's great about undesirable? The term undesirable yeah. is that all the insulting mm-hmm. happens in the mind of the observer. I can say undesirable, and then yeah. you picture whatever you picture, Alistair, That's true. and then you're the one who's prejudiced. Yeah, I'm not real, I. I'm a real animal. Yeah. Oh, you should have seen who I pictured. <laughs> I don't want to. No, you I don't, don't want to be a complicit in no, whatever you're doing. Absolutely. Um, um, now, yeah, so now I is... I don't, don't know if that's anything. You don't think? Well... I mean... I don't see a, the a, thing is, a is comic that the, structure that that fits into. Well, it's the... Okay, this is the comic structure, right? Desi- Tell me. Designers, Tell me. Fast, fast fashion. Mm-hmm. Does, like you know, even if it's like, let's say high fashion, yes, and, and high furniture, high and fast, high and fast furniture and fashion. Yep, they have a, lots of leftover stuff that got that has to get thrown away. Mm-hmm. They don't want undesirables using it. Whoever you're picturing, mm-hmm. people need places to put their old folks. Right, right. They use. They don't use. I mean, they use the stuff from the f- fashion and from the um, furniture industry, not for wearing or sitting on. Right. That is the basically the contract you've made with these people is yes. that you're not allowed to use this as for its intended purpose. Yes. Right. And uh, so then you get some builder to come in and sort of stack it all up. Yeah. Stack it all up. Drape the clothing over the top. Yep. I'm Since glad this is being done by a professional. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get it all signed off. We're, 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 Andy, we're putting some of our, the society's most vulnerable people inside <laughs> these, inside these advanced forts, right? They make and a the sort word "advanced" is very crucial as well. It's Absolutely, making it seem very advanced. Okay, and we, we, I don't know. I think they they make maybe a sort of igloo out mm. of it. I think that's the easiest way to sort of stack f- furniture into sort of a a 3D arc mm-hmm. like that. So it just kind of piles up and holds down. You know, it's held together with like you a lot stuff of stuff. The, the holes with some, with you know, cl- some sarongs. Yeah, or whatever. some chiffon. Chiffon, oh, some great chiffon. And than uh, my sarong. No, no. I, so, I mean, it's going to be. Yeah, what kind Andy, of a catwalk do you and, get that has a sarong? <laughs> Andy, Andy, there are fashion shows all over the world. Uh, some are, t- are t- take part in the Pacific, mm. and some take part in sort of in the continent. And when they're in the Pacific. What are they wearing? Sarongs. Sarongs. You know, and because every bit of fashion, you know, borrows stuff from the past. And some cultures are more sarong heavy than others. And so it's hard to borrow outside of the sarong. 
What else is there? Sarongs are back. <laughs> another year, another sarong. <laughs> okay, let's do it. And then, you okay, get... and then the, and then you get okay. So the, the the only thing is that with the old people, it's how do you get them in to that tiny door? <laughs> to the fort of the fort because it's an igloo fort. Yeah, right? right. What do you say? You tell them something. You saw a dog run it no. crawl in there or something. Well, that's great. Do you play the sounds of a crying child and oh, they respond to that almost maybe, instinctively. Maybe I was thinking, you know, those things that you slide under cars on. Right, you you wheel them in. Yeah, you get them. You, you you could just have one of those on their backs at all times. At all times. Yeah, and because what are what do old people do? Sleep. They fall over. <laughs> they fall over. <laughs> and so when they land on their back, they'll already be ready to just. You go, oh, grandpa, it's time for bed, and you just slide them in the igloo. I like that. I think the idea of once you get to a certain age, you just have to have a skateboard strapped to your back at all times. Mm. Makes a hell of a lot of sense. Yeah. Here's here's just a few of the reasons that that's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one, you fall over, you are home alone. Yeah. You can sort of scuttle like a little cockroach or something or one that's of those right. water beetles over to the telephone and call for help. Yeah. Someone to get you up. Or someone else, you're there with just someone else, right? Mm. One person can't drag that person into into, oh. into bed or into the car to mm-hmm. get to the hospital or into the shower to have a shower. Yeah. But you could just sort of... Sh- Wheel them and then hose them oh, down under very, the shower and, yep. and then slide them under the bed even and then you've got more space, mm. right? But also then you, we could we could be constructing whole um we we could be putting them into like a sort of a honeycomb arrangement. That's true, right? Or yeah. like like at a morgue, really. Yeah. And then when they get when they do die, yeah. you know how in the morgue they just got those seal up, they you just seal up the in. door. Yeah, you just seal up the hole. And then, and then they just kind of like we just have chemicals in there that allow it to just mm. take its, you know, take like to you know just decomposition and stuff happens. And then, you know, two years later, we hose three, it all three, out. Three years later, you open it up and it'll just be compost in there. Right. <laughs> and then you just take that and then you put it in a bag and then you sell it at, at like a hardware store. Right. It's called um, Morganics. Oh, Morganics, Andy, that's a really great idea. Thanks. Um, and I guess in order to roll them into the honeycomb thing, yeah. you need a floor that goes up and down. Yes. You know, because, you know, Some sort of ramp thing like they used to load um, sheep into the back of a truck. No, uh, well, I think that's good. But what if it's Thank just... Thank you. I think, yeah, but it's like, it's just the whole floor. The whole floor well, goes up. Well, it's starting to get a bit complicated again, Alistair. Well, well, no, because it's just like people... So you're just making a thin building, yeah. right? It's a, like it's like the length of two old people, right? right? Head to toe. But the... So that, you know, when people come in, you just bring the, you bring the floor all the way down, mm. whatever. And then you... I guess you wheel them into the... <laughs> you drag them into their combs. Into their slot. And then they go in there and then... You know they have a TV in there and stuff like that, and I guess just like on the roof of the cone yeah. of their of their like pod. But within that that TV is made out of chemicals that when you seal it up, it just turns into chemicals that falls on them and starts decomposing them and things like that. I think that's great. I think we can definitely invent something as well mm. that maybe even like 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 when you start to tip over backwards, you're falling. Yeah. Right. Maybe this thing doesn't it doesn't even let you fall all the way down to the ground. It has these legs that kind of unfold 
right? Yeah. Somehow with gravity, they flick out like that, right? And the wheels are on the yeah. bottom of those, and you fall onto your back, and it goes oh. like that, and you're already on a stretcher. You got it, yeah. Oh, that's really and good. And then but the, the 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 ambulance, the paramedics come along, so the and then they just wheel you straight into the back of the ambulance or whatever. That's it. That's perfect. I would love that now, but like when when you say slick, you mean that they kind of so the as you fall, the legs kind of tip downwards. Yeah, and, and then out. and they kind of like it's almost like they've got like a maybe would you say pneumatics in there? They kind of like could be soften. pneumatics, could be hydraulics. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hydraulics would mean carrying around a fair bit of liquid weight around with you at all times. Well, uh, yeah, but I think these like they don't have to be big. Uh, we're not talking big pistons here. We're just talking small. Look, let's call it pneumatics with a hydraulic backup. Okay, great. <laughs> That's really good. And the hydraulics can be in the shoes, right. which, you know, at least if you fall, I mean, like if you're, it's the, you know, it's, it's the safest <clears throat> place to, to keep it. Now, we got nothing for when people fall forwards. Um, it, what about those legs worst, go forward Worst as well? case scenario, they fall forwards. <laughs> and then they're just trapped under Hope, a stretcher. <laughs> hopefully they use, their, hopefully they use their, hand, their arms to stop them, to break their fall. And push themselves back. That's right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Or if they start to fall forward, they go into a somersault. Yes. They've, they've got to be, you know, they've got to be on They're pretty well it. trained. These are yeah. gymnasts. Well, I think we'll have to rebuild society in such a way that we teach tumbling from a very young, young age. Mm. You know, like some c- countries have military service. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have acrobatics. I feel like that they also pretty much have that in Russia and that sort of thing. Like you get them in, you get them in real early on the trampoline. You got to do stuff. your time on the tramps. Yeah, on the on the parallel bars. You see the time on the tramps. That's exactly what the designer fashion industry are trying to avoid with their yeah, clothes. Yeah, time on the tramps. Um, we've got. Uh, uh, oh, we don't. Oh, I thought we had five ideas. We well, don't have. Five I mean, ideas. unless. Unless you count the, I could write down the the one with the falling backwards thing, but I feel that's kind of part of the. Uh, oh, I guess I guess the honeycomb, honeycomb elderly. I think, home. I think stretches stretches on the backs of the elderly, are is a totally separate idea to your uh, advanced for idea, Alistair. <laughs> I don't think we could say that those two things are, are one and the same. Um, I th- but yeah, I think that's real exciting. I had something else in there. Peaked my curiosity. Was it Morganics? Was it associated with Morganics? Was it the Morg? No, can't remember. Anyway, um, uh, would, would you I feel f- really embarrassed that you forgot. That's fine. Would you feel Would you feel comfortable like eating a, 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 a an orange that had grown um, in compost made from a dead relative? You bet. Yeah. 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 I think I think a tree is a perfect filtering system for getting any gross bits out. I mean, it'd be suck if you found a thumb in there or something. In your like orange? Yeah. Like somehow, like imagine that happening. The thumb is like in the dirt. Yeah. Right. It's going all the way. It's up not even. A, the... It's not even a good looking thumb. No. Like this is everything else is composted. Somehow the thumb is resisted, <laughs> but it's not in great shape. Yeah. Right. Uh, it somehow through like some freak occurrence mm. encounters is is gets pressed up against some some mega sap vein tree vein thing that somehow sucks it up full thumb yeah full real thumb. fat vein there real fat vein like that um and then all the way up through goes through the stem yeah of the of the like peach or whatever yeah and then and then just gets embedded in the peach 
like that next to the nut. And so your nut, your nuts being thumbed, thumbed. You get yeah. the, someone's touched it with their dirty thumb. Could you could you try and argue that? Say somebody finds a thumb mm. in some food that you've prepared at your restaurant. Could you yeah. try and argue that maybe it was in there? It was already in the carrot uh, when the carrot grew in the carrot. It didn't come yeah. from from one of the people in the kitchen. I think it would definitely help if you had some good photographic evidence showing that the uh, that that was possible. That or I mean, yeah. First of all, that it was possible, but mm. also if like. If you could find a way of showing that the thumb was inside some carrot rather mm. than just next to the carrots that had mm. been all diced up, because how did you avoid dicing up? Like, are you serving full carrots? Yes, it's like, not much of a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> There's very few restaurants yeah. where you can serve a full carrot. Full carrot, full or like half a raw carrot, yeah, was such a common side to dinners when I was growing up, and really? I love me a carrot. Yeah, I love a carrot. But, like, there would just be a bit of carrot on the plate. But, like, you half a carrot. Yeah, half a carrot. Oh, you sliced just, you down can... the middle because it's classy that way. Yeah, but, but you can't serve that at a restaurant. You can't do that in a restaurant. No. That crosses some kind of a line. be great if there was... Because the way all the systems work in the environment, mm. where everything gets recycled, the water cycle, the carbon cycle, all that kind of stuff. Cycle. Everything's everything's just like little molecules. It'd be great if thumbs got recycled in some yeah. way. If there was some some homeostatic system in the environment mm. that allowed thumbs to, you know, yeah. fall fall to the earth off people and then sort of evaporate or whatever the thumb version of evaporating is yeah and then you know go back into the cycle back into the sky just and like, eventually they, like, up. they sort of just thumb their way up a lamppost yeah and they just kind of you know like one of those ones with the big glass bulb around around the thing and they all just sort of they all just stick to the outside of the glass bulb until they crisp up or something like that from heat yeah, and then then that outer crisp skin falls, and then you get a new baby fresh thumb, baby thumb on the inside <laughs> that comes out. But then what would happen? It would you would have to it would, the thumbs would have to wait until somebody who just cut their thumb off at a building site was running yeah. past with yeah. their outstretched hand screaming on their you know trying to get to someone's attention, and then one of those thumbs would fall from the lamppost back onto the stump. Yeah, and, well, I mean, uh, imagine if that person was running around trying to get, and then in the back of their minds they knew that it's thumb season. Yeah, well, the thumb, well, the thumbs are now like aware of it, so now thumbs are starting like they've picked up the the scent of his of his blooded bloody thumb stump, and they're all trying to get on. And there. now they're they're all chasing. They're kind of hungry for it. Yeah, because they want to. They want they want to get to that next part of the cycle. Or and is so, it almost? And so they're all coming out of the vents and everything I'd like be that. Awful. I know, just thumbs, <laughs> just like crawling, like like uh, like sort of those caterpillars that bend in half. This is a really really great idea, Alistair. Yeah. I love it. The, the, the idea that sort of thumbs never die. Yeah. Right. And because thumbs never die, there are more thumbs than there will ever be people because of all the people who are dead. Yeah. All but the their thumbs live on. Mm. There's more thumbs than will there'll ever be people to have thumbs and the thumbs are so hungry yeah. to get back in yeah. you know and and as soon as somebody loses a thumb well i mean the thumbs you could can act- hear the drumming of the thumbs as they oh. start crawling through the air conditioning and you move into a new place and you're like oh my god i just found out this place has thumbs <laughs> <laughs> oh no and and but the thing is that the the thumbs could also i mean you know depending on mm what species of thumb there could be some thumbs that actually work towards helping people lose their thumbs 
in a malicious way well i mean they want they need free free thumb spots and the only place where they are is on sure. people's hands is by but you know the only way you can get a, get ahead in this business mm. in the thumb uh, one two three four i declare a thumb war yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and and there's a ch- like the thing is is that that if a if a thumb does cut off your thumb yes like that um and then it attaches itself to your thumb there's a part where you're angry with that thumb for cutting off your thumb mm. but you're also thankful because you really needed a thumb <laughs> what know? about this okay it's a seat you wake up in the morning and you've got two thumbs okay right just next to each other on your hand oh no and you don't know which one's the real thumb and it's like those scenes in the movies well, where you like gotta the shoot one off you gotta shoot one thumb off <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it it just just to your eye, you can't yeah, make you can't out. Tell. You can't figure it out. It's like, oh, they, they both look exactly like my thumb, and they all seem both seem perfectly attached. Yeah, and I guess like, what would you do? Would you give you? Would you start to ask a question? Like, you can't ask a thumb a question. Mm, no, no, but you need to. I think you might have to be might be detectives or something like that, or mm. you know that you go see or like an, put it through a, some kind of test. Yeah, obviously the thumbprint, but I, I think they'd probably. Find a way to replicate the, the, you know, nature. Life finds a way. Yeah. Um, the 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 alternative version of this, Alastair, is where the relationship. There's almost a courtship between you and a new thumb. And That's I'm thinking nice. here of um, like those tiny spiders, the peacock spiders, where the male spider flicks up his little colourful tail plumage mm. and he dances around on a log to try sure. and woo a female spider but it's you there with a recently severed thumb in an industrial accident yep. and then a thumb sort of pops up on a log yeah. and does a little dance and, like, and flicks tries a, to get... flicks a coin up in the yeah. air and... <laughs> does all <laughs> and its tricks lights a zippo lighter yeah. <laughs> trying to get your attention right and you're like not so sure about the thumb hails a ha- hails a like a, a ride on the on the freeway yeah I am um, do you ever do that? Have you ever done that? That doesn't. You don't do that. Do you do that for taxis? Uh, no, I've never done the thumbs up. I just up do for a taxi. full hand. Uh, just hand up. Yeah, for no, a taxi. but I, but I have, I have um, hitchhiked with a thumb. Really? Yeah. Were you murdered horribly and dumped in a ditch? No, but I did get picked up by a trucker once who said, who told me about how he was just getting into uh, doing sort of an escort service stuff and uh, and how you just put an ad in a newspaper and then. You know, you're saying that you're just there for a date, but then he said, "Oh," I said, "So have you ever like had a sexual encounter with one of these ladies?" And he said, "Oh, one girl did asked to go down on me." And I said, "Did you let her?" And he goes, "Yeah, I should have charged her more." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, what a conversation to have with a. A truck driver. Well, yeah, I was going from. Oh, camp. I'm a truck driver, but I'm also, you know, well, you know, he, male escort on you, the side. You work your way up to it, but he, he, you know, and he wasn't like a, you know, a, a traditionally handsome man. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you know, uh, you, when he you're was going exper- from an experimentally handsome man, when you're going from Canberra to si- Sydney, you know, uh, in a truck, at some mm. point, you've uh, you you get around to talking about whether or not you're an escort. Anyway, sure. we've got a we've got a three words from a listener. I just want to say an experimentally handsome mm. experimental handsomeness is an interesting idea. Do you want me to just write that down, or do you think we should go I into mean, it? Far out. Right, if I can get that written down off off the back of just saying it's an interesting idea, honestly. But I, you know, like 
I think it's I think it's very possible to imagine experimental forms of of handsomeness. Mm. You know, because very often people who have quite a striking face are handsome in some way. Yeah. But I'm picturing like a nose that's just like flat like a knife yeah. blade, right? And real, sure. real wide with like a big nostril at each end, like yeah. a jet engine. I like that. Right? Like, like you know, and it's, you know, I'm talking like it's wider than your face. Wow, right? like a hammerhead kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like that. And the nostrils come out horizontally, poking out sideways, right? And I'm wow. picturing like if that was you know well formed, mm. you know, and and well proportioned, well proportioned, exactly, quite sleek and striking. Mm. I can imagine people finding that handsome. Yeah, you know, like because because say the shape of a car is a thing that we can find beautiful. Yeah. But it's not something that we've evolved to appreciate. It's a thing that culturally we've sort of that you know that we that we have been turned on to. Yeah. Made like through advertising. I I think it's like a this could be presented through like a dating agency for the experimentally handsome. Mm. Um Right. And uh you know obviously experimentally handsome does not necessarily mean it's just men. Not at all. No. Um you know, but uh, I think you know somebody. I mean, again, I'm, we're focusing a lot on noses. Yeah. But somebody who had sort of a nose that went from you know roughly where the eyebrows are down to where the nose normally ends. Yeah, great. But it was like a more like a kind of like a like a knife blade. Mm. I think you know? mine was like a knife blade as well. Yeah, but mine was like you know in another direction. <laughs> great. And God, we're creative. Yeah, and it cuts. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's but it's still just cartilage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just found a way. Nature finds a way to turn your nose into a knife like that and you could do you know imagine that you're on a date with a lady you go more cheese like, you, plunge, sure, you, go you plunge your face down onto the board Great. and then you scrape it up on the side of your nose and then you wipe it onto a cracker for them uh, for the listener Alistair is demonstrating all of this with quite sensual motions mm. of his face and I can really see this working yeah absolutely <clears throat> um, I think a mouth that that like you know like that opens up at the chin area okay you know like a real yeah. low mouth well it kind of feels like that's probably how where the mouth go. should be feels like we've kind of got a muzzle mm. but but instead we've got like our mouth in the middle of the muzzle and we've pointed our head down yeah like like, like but but yeah from the point of view of of most eating tasks mm. having a mouth on sort of just like in the middle of a pretty flat section of face yeah is not is not useful at all. You want the mouth on the end of something. Yeah. On the end of the chin. Like That's a right. like a dog yeah. has. Do you think that maybe we just have a dog head but it is just pointed down? But no, and, and the mouth is in the wrong place. Yeah, and the mouth's in the wrong place. It's probable probable. I think that's what it is. We just have a we have a misplaced and the dog nose. Mouth. The nose yeah. is also in the wrong place. Yeah, well everything's been is a bit skew if. Yeah, it's a skew if dog face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like do you, do you reckon science could prove that? Well, it'd be amazing I, if we I, could prove that we have a skew with dog face. Yeah, I think like I mean, the eyes are roughly in the right place. They're pointed I up. I think that's the big clue. Yeah. That's the big clue that turns the scientists onto this in the yeah. first place. We noticed that the eyes were roughly in the same place as a dog. Yeah. And so, but then and it's that just got the, us thinking. Mm. And then they do some models and some look at some DNA and some yeah. graphing. And so then what we would we would look like if we were sort of back to how we should normally are supposed look. to look. I think it's probably just our diet and that sort of thing that's driven us, yeah. you know, down down this angle. But yeah, to to, to be yeah. the the basically the deformed freaks that we are yeah. today. 
<laughs> skew whiff dog face. I think I might have to call the episode that. Um, I love the phrase skew whiff. Yeah. You brought that back up to me again recently, Alistair. Yeah, well, whiff, it's, a, it's, a, it's a necessary one. We're, we've got three words from a Patreon supporter who's a, <clears throat> who's a donated three dollars uh, to get the king's ear, where you can suggest uh, three words for the for, for. You've tipped those words like poisoned droplets into our ear as we slept. Mm-hmm, that's right, and those those droplets have uh, mixed with our. Um, earwax and mm. dissolved it and cleaned out our ears like that thank and now you. we can hear better thanks to your hear Christi- better the words you're going to whisper to us now yeah. like sweet nothings um well these sketch ideas are from brian and laura oh wow yeah we got a we got a <clears throat> we got a couple a twofer uh, a twofer yeah oh this is highly unorthodox i don't know if i can accept it well no, right, i can no thank god um, hello to Brian and Laura. Thanks hi, for Brian. Your, hi, Laura. Thanks for your pledge. Thanks for the pledge. Um, you are pledgings. They're... It's <laughs> great, Andy. Legendary. Yeah, legendary. Um, and you too can be legendary at uh, patreon.com slash 2intank. You could be pledge lords. Pledge lords. <laughs> oh, we should do that. We should do that. There should be a price, a price point. Pledge Lords? Yeah. That'll be the next one. What'll yeah. it be? $13? Oh, and this is the one where we'll tell you where we live. Okay. <laughs> we'll send you our actual address. 13 bucks. we'll send you our actual address. I hope it's worth it. Yeah, and pictures of my kids. There you go. Yeah, Pledge Lords. <laughs> <laughs> I'll dress my kids up as whatever you want and send you a photo. Wow, but that's, that's $13. Now suddenly you're going to need, like, costume money. No, I didn't say it'd be good. Okay. All right. So with paper or cardboard and stuff? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's the three words. Dirigible. Dirigible. Great word. Yeah. I knew that you'd love that. That's why I was like, that's why I paused for so long. I was like, this is a word that Andy was going to find it great. I've already got something for that. All right. Dirigidige. The first Australian as... uh, Flying... Flying... Indigenous Australian musical instrument. (laughs) Yeah. Um, university. This is where they they could design the dirigidige mm. and constable, and that's the guy who arrests you for flying an illegal flying dirigible university constable. Yeah, is that right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes me think of these um these universities that aren't real universities, right? Um, that you know are online and you can sign up and you get degrees or whatever from them. And I, I think that, you know, there's, there's, there's scope to have a um, – to, to try and get around the crackdown on those things. Yeah. The fake degree – the degree mills, I think they call it. Diploma yeah. mill? Diploma mill. Yeah. Um, where you start a university in a dirigible. That's good. In a, in a hot air what – what's the other word for them? Zodiac? Uh, blimp. Blimp. Is it, but is it Zodiac? No. Z- Z- Zeppelin. Ze- Zeppelin. In a Zeppelin. Right, mm-hmm. and if you can fly that into university airspace, you fly that over uh, Melbourne Uni, sure. right? You technically have the same address as Melbourne Uni, right? Yeah, right. And you 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 can use that as a loophole to allow you to uh, to print fake degrees from within the grounds of Melbourne University. See, that's nice. Yeah. Or if and not the grounds, then the airs. And the person who runs it is mm. a constable. Oh, no, could be. Look, and then when you go wait. I don't think that this is legal. And then he goes, it's okay, I'm a cop. <laughs> it's okay, I'm a constable. <laughs> I'm a constable. You know how, like, you know how, like, cops can, like, go through red lights and things mm. like that? 
We can also run f- fake universities up in dirigibles. <laughs> as long as we fly them above university grounds. I mean, technically, we can say it's Melbourne University if we fly it over the Melbourne University camps- campus. You want a you wanna degree from Harvard? It's going to take an extra, like, 40,000. Six 40, to eight 000. weeks yeah. for me to get across the Atlantic. Yeah. And you. And this baby is not safe. Um, I think... Uh, the const- your constable angle is great, Alistair. My constable angle is only slightly different in that sure. this is somebody who is then in charge of trying to to stop this. Okay, right? yeah. So they have some, like an aeroplane, a helicopter, or maybe a, a dirigible of their own sure. that they, they, they sort of fly into battle mm. against these fake university yeah. dirigibles. Maybe a hydrolyte. A hydrolyte, great. And then they might have to like board them, Yeah, you know, swing across. I think there's plenty enough people at that school getting bored. That's great. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> get on board and get bored. Um, yeah, I like this idea. Bring down... That I came up with? Yeah, sure. I like it too. <clears throat> um, um, dirigible... Yeah, you know, and like, there's a great shot when 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 he bl- he successfully the constable successfully blows up one of these blimps, and all the degree papers float down through the air oh, yeah. and land on the on the on the quad, and all the students are grabbing them. They're so excited, oh. so many degrees. They've got armfuls of degrees. I'm gonna go back to my home town. Yeah. My With parents my will be so With my 17 proud. PhDs yeah. in aquaculture. I'm gonna call it dirigible tech. Yeah, great. You know, like like uh, MIT. Oh, yeah. Tech. That's great. Ma- um, hmm? Massachusetts Institution <laughs> of Tech. Institution of Tech. Yeah. Institute? Oh, the humanities. That's what <laughs> they... All the degrees are falling down over the arts department. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm so happy. Oh, well, well let's wrap it up. Let's. <laughs> we can't. You know, we cannot possibly continue. I think we've probably been going for about two hours. So, oh, an hour and eight minutes. That's not too bad. Oh yeah, that's just. Happens. Um, take us through what we've come up with today, Alistair. Um, the orb that's everyone's lover, and it's the scandal that it's involved that it gets involved in that it's seeing one person in person. We're all part of an orb G. Orb G, yeah, that's right. Well, that's what it would have to be because when when they're playing that sex wall and, yeah. and having sex with everybody, trying to have like a, a sex moves that that have such broad appeal to everyone. Do you think they'd be a bit dumbed down? Do you think they'd be like the Big Bang Theory of yeah. Of sex, yeah, that's but, fine. Everyone can, but enjoy it'd be it. enough that most people could have a really good time. I think that really your lover is only responsible for bringing you probably thirty percent of the sexual experience. Yeah, right? a lot and of that's it up is. to a, some sort of a base level, and then the rest is on you. Yeah. You want to have a good time, you know? Oh yeah, you, you got to be in it, into yeah. it, and you got to bring yourself to it, especially when you're sort of suction cupping your partner to the wall. And uh, I just want to. Absolutely assure you that I am more more than bringing my thirty percent to yeah, any uh, to any relationship. Any relationship. Then we have the uh, government mandated new experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the uh, oil based drinks. Uh, uh, this is going to be big. revolution. Yeah, you know, and which include includes. I think our you first get them in a can, like a, like an oil can. Yeah, great. 
Great, because yeah. they're oil-based. Exactly, yeah. Um, sort of like, like one of those ones you used to fill up your car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a small one of those. Yeah, like a small one. Like a little, a little, little, tiny little, oh, that'd be cute, a little version. Very cute. And you pull out the, like little, a two-stroke. the little stem that comes yeah, out and you, you pour the, wa- the oil down the stem. You can glug it all down. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'd be great if they could make like a, like a crude oil flavored drink. And it's called glug. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Grab a mugger glug today. Hey, Glugalugs. Glugalugs. Wait, when it's just whale oil? Chug-a-glug. Chug-a-glug. A whale oil. I wonder what that's like. What does it look like? It doesn't feel like you should be able to get oil out of it, whale. It's all fat. It's mostly yeah, fat, right? This is what I don't you understand. You just get it a bit warmer. How does fat work? Does fat have, like, blood vessels and stuff inside it? Because don't they suck fat out of you in places and like squirt it into other places? Mm. And then how does the fat survive? When I think you there's fat cells. Else? Sure, but they must be connected to some kind of like system mm. to get them. Otherwise, the cells would just die, right? Yeah, I don't know. They, but but then they can't just they can't be capillaries. There must just be stuff just floating around in the body mm. that isn't in any blood or capillaries mm. or whatever. But it is enough to sort of get some of your basic stuff keeping on going, like your fat cells. I think it might be a good time to, uh, you know, tonight, maybe everybody uh, pinch your blubber and uh, have a good think have about what you feel. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we got the uh, advanced forts for the elderly. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, uh, I mean, that's helping a lot of waste product things. So and much. Including the elderly. And, yeah. <laughs> and live under a pile of garbage. Yeah, but isn't the car? It's high end. It's high end garbage. It's high end unwanted belongings. Yeah, it's not garbage. (laughs) It's high end. It's high end. It's worth thousands. We're trying to keep it up. Thanking me, Grant. If it was garbage, then undesirables would be wearing it. Yeah, you're so lucky. Then we got uh, stretchers on the backs of the elderly. Uh, then with them also potentially living in a honeycomb elderly home. We could definitely put some on the front as well. You're right. Could yeah. be on the front and the back. I mean, if either they were, way they fall. If they were side, if they were on the side of your God body, forbid they fall side. Well, you could maybe have one on your side that that is ready, like that same leg that swings forward or back. If you fall mm. back, could also swing outwards. It's true. We just you know, get some sort of. If you had a little one for your neck, yes, like that stick out like that. You know, that could protect your neck, your head from hitting the ground. That's all you need. What about? All old people have got a stick, stick, two sticks that point out at all times to the side. Mm. That way, if they fall sideways, yep. the stick will hit the ground and then they'll tip forwards or backwards. Yeah. Right? And then, front and back, they've got the legs that flick out with the wheels on the end to make yeah. the trolleys. Well, what about, you know, like those, those balloon, those, you know, sort of somebody who does like animal balloons things like Perfect. that? Perfect. Yeah. You know, but, you know, they, they make those round ones that go around your head that you wear like that. That feels like all old people could wear those. <laughs> You know, wear a poodle on their head or a, or a swan or yeah. whatever like that. And that's just that's just back up in case the sticks don't work. And also, stop them taking themselves so seriously. Yeah, exactly. Just oh, wear your rooster up. hat. Listen Sh- up. Try stop something. voting and wear your rooster hat. Stop voting and wear your rooster hat. Um, then we got thumb cycles and thumbs never die. Mm. I mean, that's probably one of the best sketch ideas we've ever come I'm up really with. I'm really into it. Um, and we got the uh, dating agency for the experimentally handsome. Yes. You know? I think 
I think it's, yeah, you sign up if you're looking for something a bit different. Yeah, and I mean, you could sign up if you want to look experimentally handsome and they could reshape Ooh, you. Hello. Yeah, because, because and, and this is, it's done so well. Mm. There's no flaws in this. No, no, if, they, if there were a flaw, then they wouldn't accept you as a client. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So you've already, got, I imagine, got to be pretty good looking going in. Well, you don't necessarily have to. But then to. you've got to get yourself a, a you, cut above. You've got to you've got to want to stand out from the back because there's so many good-looking mm, people. Like, you know, what about, like, instead of, like, you know, let's say you did have, like, a lot of extra skin or something like that on your face. And, you yeah. Know, so what they do is they just they pull that all back and they and they sort of sit, stick out, like, a big prong off the back of your head. They turn your whole back into a sail like that. Right. You know? And With all that extra skin. Yeah, but you kind of look like a marlin. Mmm. You and know? that's a beautiful fish. That's a very beautiful fish. I mean, if you were going to start a relationship, a loving relationship with a with a kind of fish, marlin, marlin, almost hands down. Yeah. Eh? I'll tell, uh, uh, axolotl hands down. Oh, I got little hands because they got and they put them on down. the ground. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Oh uh, boy, I need to go to the toilet. Then we got skewiff dog face. That's uh, skewiff dog face. Yeah, that's when scientists realize that um, the human face is just a skewiff dog face. It's just a skewiff dog face. If we have to explain these sketches to, to you, it's that's big, your problem. We're you hum- should know what it means. Yeah, hu- human human faces are just a mistake of evolution. Uh, where caused a, by our a, different a, diet. Yeah, like by a dog face gone wrong. Yeah. Because we started to stand on our hind legs, and yeah. they are hind legs, mm. we it caused us to have to look down at things and that changed the shape of our faces. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you raised a person in the conditions that they used to live in before you know, civilization, mm-hmm. they'd look like exactly like a dog face. That explains the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Their That's what we were trying to, trying to do. And then we got the dirigible tech. And oh, no, all the, the humanities. humanities. Thank you so much for Thank listening you. to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It's amazing that you do. Uh, um, it is incredible. Uh, please, uh, you know, you can always look us up on... Uh, on Twitter, you know. Yeah, like I just updated it so that the link on Twitter, which was pointed out to us by somebody, probably Daniel K. Uh, actually, oh no, it was it was it was Ostrich. Mincorp Pixel Ostrich. Yeah, uh, thank you. Supported it, told us that we we had the wrong link on our Twitter. We're for a like bunch the of the last year and a half. We're a bunch of idiots. Now it goes to our Patreon. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, people who had said that the hundredth episode wasn't working, I, w- I worked it out with the people from the yeah company, head office. Head office, there it's been working again. So if you want to listen to the hundredth episode for the uh, that thanks goes for, for eleven hours, yep. Thanks, thanks for sorting that out, Alistair. No problem. And uh, you can support us on Patreon. Is there any luck with those t-shirts? Uh, I still got to convert that file. Sorry, uh, from uh, TIFF format to t-shirt format. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I think there's something in t-shirt format. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and we we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 